Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of iZombie Radio, your source for everything iZombie-related here on the DCTV Podcast Network. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts here, Chris King, um, and I'm joined by two of my awesome co-hosts, Mr. Blaze Hawkins. How you doing, Blaze? Hey, I'm doing good. Um, another light week. World Series is on. It's been fun. Halloween just passed, so yeah, I'm doing good. It's a good week. It's Good stuff. Yeah, we are uh, we are recording this on a Tuesday night, so it is the day after Halloween, and the Cubs in, and Indians, for any baseball fans out there, Game 2 of the World Series, 7-2 Cubs. I'm pretty happy because I wanted to see it go seven games, so uh, I'm pumped for that as well. And then we also have Sean Carpenter. Sean, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing quite well. I was about to shove a chocolate bar in my face, but I can stop that for a second. Uh, I, I'm I the one on the I podcast. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to stop you from doing that. No one should ever be denied, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I can wait a few seconds. I'm one of the ones on the podcast who really doesn't care too much about sports. So today is, in fact, the first day of Christmas that most people are saying, um, because now that Halloween's passed, we everywhere really- is playing Christmas music everywhere. Man, we're just we're just skipping over Thanksgiving, really. Mm, yeah, well, there's usually, no brains in the turkey, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe in the stuffing. Maybe in the stuffing. <laughs> but uh, awesome. And uh, so Katrina might be uh, hopping on a little bit later this episode. Um, we're not sure, but uh, right now it looks like it's just going to be the three of us guys. But don't worry, she'll be back. Um, next week, if not this week. So I just wanted to make sure you guys knew. But uh, but before we're going to do another live commentary for you guys uh, for episode 8, and that is Dead Air. But before we get into that, we actually have some news to talk about. Cue uh, confetti. Kind of All right. Cue confetti. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's a Transformer actor who is joining the show, so... Uh, if you like the Transformers movies, which I don't really know too many people who do, but side, uh, so that's uh, getting off track there though. But anyway, we uh, Deadline broke the story today. Um, again, this is Tuesday, November first, that Andrew Caldwell um, has landed a recurring role on the upcoming third uh, upcoming third season of the CW's Eye Zombie. So that's the opening line there. So. He'll have a recurring role in season three, um, which means he will more than likely, you know, be in more than a few episodes. And the character he's playing is Harley Jones. Um, And the way that Deadline describes him is a good old boy, anti-government extremist who loves his guns. Harley seems like a chatty, affable guy when he's chatting with Liv and Clive at the shooting range where he's practicing shooting at zombie targets. (laughs) Uh, he makes no secret of his hatred of zombies or the fact that it's on his bucket list to kill a few. Uh, so, sounds like he could be uh, a pretty interesting, maybe minor villain, um, you know, for Liv or even, you know, the the zombies of Fillmore Graves. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it should be really interesting to see. Uh, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this before I give my own. So, Blaze, what do you think about this new character, about Harley Jones? Um, I think he'll actually be like a pretty solid addition because he seems he seems like he will be like a goofy character to have on this this show. 
Um, just because, you know, like, the show has had a relatively, like, lighthearted nature about it. Um, even though the stories get pretty serious, it's, the characters are having fun, like, there's a lot of good jokes in the episodes and everything. And this guy seems like he'll fit really nicely as, like, a goofy, you know, like, overly serious character. Um, and like you said, like, he'll be, like, a minor annoyance, you know? Like, I feel like this guy is just, like, he won't go away. And yeah. I think it'll be like a definitely like a solid addition because of the perspective it'll bring to the show. Um and just I feel like it, if they handle it right and they sort of let it fall in with the comedic tones that iZombie tends to have a lot, um it could be really really good. No, definitely. I could definitely see him like somehow like accidentally finding his way into that zombie speakeasy we're going to get or something along those lines. Um, But yeah, it it really should be interesting to see how they, what take they have on this. Sean, do you think it's going to be kind of comedic like Blaze is thinking, or do you think they might go a little more of a serious uh, route here with him? I actually am wanting both. Okay. Two so serious. It's ridiculously funny. Uh, Sort of giving me the feel of, like, your rival in the original Pokemon games, where he's just an annoyance by the end of the game, because you're like, oh, whatever, and just, like, knock him down. Yeah. That is until, you know, later on, but I'm not going to spoil a 20-year-old game. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's definitely feeling more like a... uh, More like a uh, goofy antagonist. Like he's definitely gonna be ser- like definitely gonna be serious about you know killing killing with quotes around it some zombies because <laughs> yeah. you know they're already dead. And uh, but I think he's gonna have like that goofy sort of gun loving like it's gonna poke fun at like gun loving crazies possibly. I don't know. We'll see. No, I definitely, I definitely was thinking that that it might be that kind of they might definitely get a couple jabs in at you know maybe the NRA or something like that. Which not trying to get political here, I'm not saying my stance on it, but it definitely seems like it's the type of character that would lend himself to that type of humor. Um, and what's also interesting in the description is that Liv is at the gun range with Clive, which I think is. Uh, interesting. I guess maybe she's she's practicing her shooting skills too. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a, like an interesting detail. I'm I'm curious to see what leads uh, leads her there too. But uh, but yeah. Do you guys have any of you guys have anything else to say on uh, about him or? No, I just think he. I definitely think he's a. It's a. It should be a solid addition. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I got nothing. No, I agree. I mean, I think everything we know about the casting for season three, you know, and about the different characters, it's shaping up nicely. Yeah, um, just like so many, and like also just like ev- pretty much like every villain on the show so far has been likable or enjoyable, you know? Definitely. So and I'm like not sort of over the top. Yeah. As well. Exactly. So I think that. They know how to handle um, bringing a sort of opposing viewer antagonist on. 
For sure, for sure. Um, okay, great. And then uh, this isn't really so much news, but um, it's uh, <clears throat> it's um, it's a fun little feature for uh, people, you know, iZombie fans to check out. Uh, so Eddie Jemison, uh, who I hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, uh, who plays uh, Mr. Stacy Boss on iZombie, he did a great uh, interview with uh, AV Club, and it's 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 uh, like a feature they call Random Roles. So he breaks down all these different roles throughout his career, uh, the different characters he's played, and he talks about um, Stacy Boss and how Rob Thomas approached him and how he got that role. And uh, I don't want to ruin it, you know, and say how exactly. Uh, it's because it's definitely worth seeking out and reading. Uh, but it's really cool, and he also he also talks uh, a bit about some of the film roles he's done. Like he's in the Oceans movie, so he talks about working with Steven Soderbergh. It's a really uh, interesting read. So I know I'm a big fan of his performance as Mr. Boss, and I don't know. I would recommend that, uh, you know, if you're a fan of his work and if you're a fan of the show, definitely check it out. Again, it's AV Club. It's called Random Rules. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a, a worthy read. Uh, Very cool. And I, Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I know I just, I just sent it to the guys, um, you know, so – Everyone, we're all going to check it out. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, read it if you want to. Comment. Give him some love. Tell him about how good his performance is because uh, he really has some nice things to say about the show um, and about the character, especially, like, he loves he loves that the character's name is Stacy Boss. Uh, and, uh, again, I just I don't want to talk too much about it. But it's a, it's a really, again, a really fun read. Um, but, yeah, uh, so that's really it for – our news segment today, guys. Uh, it was cool that we actually had some casting news to talk about. Yeah, it's something. Kind of been, yeah, it's been pretty dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Ah, uh, dead. <laughs> Unintentional puns. I really did mean to make that one. That's that's the funny thing. I wasn't even thinking about no, it. No, that's, that's why I said unintentional <laughs> puns. I know. Usually when I make them, it's 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 on purpose. But, uh, but yeah. But so, we are... Um, we're going to with our uh, live episode Oh, uh, you just cut out there. Oh, shoot. All right. Should I say it again? Yeah. Okay. Okay, guys. So, yeah, we're, now we're going to get started with our uh, live episode commentary. And uh, this is going to be, again, we did episode seven last week, which if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please, you know, download it, check us out. And uh, and listen to it because it was definitely it was a fun kind of our first attempt here at the live commentary, but uh, we really enjoyed it and we got some good feedback on it, so we're gonna do it again here, and uh, this is gonna be for episode eight of season one, Dead Air, which I remember really enjoying this episode, so I'm excited to uh, to rewatch it. Yeah, me too. Looking back, the, I saw this before I decided that I was gonna go that I was going to pursue radio as my career. So now it's going to be interesting what sort of details I pick up now that I know more about the industry. Hmm. Oh yeah. Very That's a cool true. perspective. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, Should we okay. read the episode description beforehand? 
All right. So, episode eight, Dead Air, the murder of a radio show host who doled out relationship advice, has lived digesting some new insights about everyone's feelings. And <laughs> I remember her being very, uh, very opinionated in this episode. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. And uh, so, as I said last week, guys, we're watching this on um, Netflix. So there will be, again, if you're watching it on DVD or uh, or another way, um, it might have the um, the recap, you know, the previously on iZombie. Uh, this just goes right into the episode. So um, when we say, you know, when we say one, two, three, go, and we click, that's what we're doing. So just, you know, if, you're, if you want to watch along and listen to us just so you're in sync, wanted to make sure you guys knew that. So... Um, are you, uh, Sean, Blaze, you guys both ready? Yep. Uh-huh. Without further ado, let's get the right, show on the so, roll. All right. So I'm going to do one, two, three, and then after three, we'll hit the button. All right. All right. All right. So one, two, three, boom. Oh, jeez. Oh, one of the more interesting openings of the show. Oh, Jesus. Safe words. I like the variety of safe words there. Yeah, right. <laughs> and... <laughs> it's a foot massage. Yeah, of course, because just a classic TV, you know. <laughs> the soft British hands. <laughs> I also just, oh. watching this with subtitles, too, is, like, really it's funny. Hilarious. She was going, like, I? And it's just, like, the way it was spelled out. Uh-oh. What a... F- what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah. Uh. Cheeseburgers? Uh-huh. With a lot of hot sauce. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, jeez. I really... Oh, and there we go. Some steamy more sex. <laughs> I oh, really my. like, though, how we, like, see the immediate effect this relationship has on Liv. Well, yeah, and I think it's almost... It is funny, because I feel like, to her, it's almost, like... I feel like it's almost like she's losing her virginity again, you know? Like, she's losing her, like, zombie virginity. So she's a, a lot way, more, yeah. like, she's a lot more, like, giddy about it, and, like, you know, yeah. it's such and a, I think it's, it's I... her, her reactions and, like, thought process so far. Like, like right there, like, forgetting to drive and stuff. Yeah. Oh, God, I wonder how Robbie feels about this. <laughs> I, I think it's appropriate. It's pretty funny. Well, and it's... It's something she never thought she was going to be able to have again. Yeah, exactly. Not only sex, but romance, period. Oh. And that is a... That's a big, big, like... (laughs) Just, like, a very different situation. We're, like, from Liv, who's all thinking about that. And now we're at the police station, because... 
That's right. Major's got to get bailed out. Oh, no. I love, too, how, like, the first season did a, such a good job of, like, just such so quickly establishing Major and Ravi's friendship. Yeah, that's Brain what I'm saying. for like, kids. Like, looking back, dude, you don't realize how well they handled the plotting of this first season, I think. Like, so much happens, and, like, so, and so much is established. They Definitely. just They use times, they use their times so well. And here is the first time Robbie sees Peyton. Oh, uh, Peyton. I think he has the appropriate reaction. I'm just going to say it. He's like, I've just fallen in love with an angel. (laughs) I love that line. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, right? He's just like... And what I like, too, is it's not like he's just... He's not just, like, physically, whoa, but, like, her, like... How she's trying to get Major out. He likes her personality right away, so... Yeah, exactly. Ouch. (sighs) And theme song. I forgot how much Major spends, like, this first season just getting the crap beat out of him. Right. It's because he does. It's because he doesn't have that badass training until later. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> they can beat him up, but they can't take his sense of humor. Like, even though he's done so many, like, I don't want to say stupid, uh, but dangerous things, like, you can't not root for Major because of what he's doing, you know? He's... No, he... Yeah, Major, I think, like, no, this season he obviously, like, has good intention. Um, yeah, season two is a different story. But. Yeah, and season two, again, it's more, it's not, like, it's, again, like, not necessarily his fault. But, yeah, but, like, right now. No, he's, like, so noble in the first season. Definitely. And that's why I think he's, like, one of the more interesting characters on the show, because... I think we watch him change the most in the first two seasons. Like he's, or at least he is the most impacted by all of the events across the first two seasons. I, I totally agree. He's he's transformed the most, and not yeah. just because he's a zombie now. Mm-hmm, exactly. So. Yeah, and he's like realizing that everything's like a huge cover up, and no yeah. one wants to. Look- and back to the Emmy's office. And that's why I actually, like, I almost feel like, dude, that this type of stuff and, like, his plot in this season is, 
I feel like I I think season two like that makes it even better because it's such a reflection where I feel like he just gets to the point where he realizes sort of like he's in the same situation again where he's working with like a corrupt guy like a corrupt uh-huh. company you know he's yeah. sort of involved with something that is corrupt and he can't stand watching it but I feel I like he just sort of like gives up in the second season and not gives up but just like accepts his fate. No, and I agree. Like, That's what's so can't hard win. to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Oh, Ravi. Oh, man. This is compelling radio. Oh, shocking. I also think this is, like, one of the first times, too, that, like, the victim of the week is killed, like, after the first, you know, like, before, like, it's after the credits. Yeah, yeah. that's true, actually. Because it's not, you know, usually we, like, it's person's dead, boom, we go to credits. And then, not this. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Thank you, Robbie. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Electricity killed the radio star. Yeah, oh, dude, that's brilliant. They're so good with the panels coming back in and the lines. Cheated on Jack Hmm. <laughs> I feel like that's that's like I wonder how many like takes they had to do because I feel like cheated on Jack Chattanooga is a mouthful. Yeah, right. Oh, it definitely is. Some, some pretty state-of-the-art radio equipment they got in there. So is this, like, so do, is this behind the scenes? Do you try to, like, promote a narrative, or do, like, stations like this do it? Is that sort of a real thing, Sean? Like, do certain stations sort of try to promote a narrative? Uh, they Whether try to like... keep, like, an identity. Okay. Like, a narrative of an yeah. identity. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you know, they sort of talk about how it's like, she's like, oh, like, that caller was, like, good radio, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely, uh, definitely something uh, real. Definitely like more it. interesting than the, uh, than most of the people that call in for Philly, uh, Philly sports radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, talk, <laughs> relationship talk radio, you get some pretty interesting things. Yeah, Los right. Angeles did just recently lose uh, Loveline um, with uh, Dr. Drew. It's now been taken over by Amber Rose, I believe, but it's just not the same. <laughs> they would call in about relationship problems or, you know, drug problems or ev- everything, really. Hmm. But, Got it. That's, I mean, that's interesting, though. Not, I'm not a huge like talk radio guy, but yeah. So, and also, that little fact about the backup generator—that's standard with every radio station as well. Everyone has their own backup generator. Very cool. In case of power outages, radio is pretty much the only viable sort of medium. Like worldwide blackout, radio will still be there. And brains on salad. 
<laughs> Bro Indiana Jones references right there. Yeah. Uh yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> that look of heartbreak. Robbie's the best. Dude, he's on fire this episode. Oh. <laughs> Just swift, totally shifting the conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. But this is what I'm saying, like, they just planned so well with, like, in this episode, <laughs> crafting the, the brain around, like, Robbie's first meeting with Peyton. Yeah, to give the relationship. And, like, uh, like they just, <laughs> yes. uh, they're just so smart. Yeah. I was also a great uh, gamer. Yeah. Squeaky <laughs> um, Red. We know Clive is still waiting on George R. R. Martin to keep up. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's like, it's funny too, because like you think about it, like the rats get introduced mid mid like first season, and they're still important all the way through season two. <laughs> All right. I wonder what like Utopium feels like when it's not tainted. <laughs> it just I mean, I think just, we saw a major we saw a major take some in season 2. It just gets you there, man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a drug user. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm curious about the fictional drug. I'm pretty sure it just brings your brain to a higher elevation of like thinking, like a new level. So it's like the limitless drug. <laughs> Probably, but like more addictive. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I don't know. It looked like some. It looked like some. Pretty, pretty uh, gnarly stuff when Major was taking it. The upchuckers. <laughs> Thank you, Clive. <laughs> here we go yep oh man I just I love <laughs> I love Clive reacting to her brains It would have 
interesting to see uh, Liv on this brain reacting to uh, Clive and Basio. Yeah, right. Yeah. That would have been, yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, Clive, this is what you have to do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It's like the sleaziest dude in the world. Oh, he is awful. Mm. Oh, man. It's That's like a if, police badge. It's like someone gave Donald Trump a radio show. Oh, man. What year is it? <sighs> Would any man be able to get onto a radio like this? Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know, dude. There's definitely, like... There's definitely some grody dudes out there on talk, like, on like especially on, like, Sirius XM and stuff. Like, but, like, I don't know. I don't know anyone who would, like, listen to a guy like that. Trying to figure out the effects of Utopium. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nothing. I've got nothing so far. Yes. Yes, you do live through the basketball hoop. Man, Blaze, if he goes one more button down, he's doing full he's doing a full Riggins from Friday Night Lights. Uh, he's getting close. He's getting close to Riggins level. Oh. Jesus God. <laughs> Dang. The sass level is just real. Yeah. It's just it's in it's enhancing Liv Sass because she's already super sassy and quippy and witty. Which uh, Rob Thomas obviously is very good at writing. I love how this guy just like has no shame about having a mail order bride. <laughs> He's like, yeah, dude, he's he's like proud of it. Yeah, right. Speedy from Smallville. Speedy from Smallville. Who from Smallville? I think that's Speedy. Oh my god, you're right, I think. She was also one of the four main characters of the Cartoon Network show Tower Prep. Yeah, you're totally right. That is Speedy from Smallville. I think she had dark, yeah. I think she had darker hair on Smallville, though. She did. Wow, what a savage! Actually, let's be honest. Major's Major deserves this right now. He he sounds uh, it, insane. He sounds insane. From if 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 I'm a person, super hot but funny. <laughs> like, did you make? Think, like, it's let's like she's let's like think that. about that though. He gets in fights all the time and looks like that. 
He's chasing somebody named the Candyman that everybody else doesn't believe exists. I wonder, too, like, how much of the first season Robert Buckley just spent in the makeup chair getting, like, like scars and bruises right. of plot. Blaine being his evil self. Okay, so from what I've gathered, regular untainted utopium is just a euphoric effect. Okay. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of heroin when Major was taking it. Yeah. Like, you get the euphoric effect like NZT does, but not the brain-accessing powers of NZT. Got it. I, this is, like, really interesting, too, because you're finally starting to, like, realize just how deep Blaine's influence, um, like, how far it reaches. Yeah. You know? He's not just controlling the brains, but now he's got people in the police, he's got people, you know, kind of in every major place in Seattle. Radio hosts may die, but podcast feeds may last forever. I didn't realize that was Jane Lynch. The subtitles told me that was her. That's funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Hmm. All right, yeah. this this can't happen to us, okay? None of us can get bigger than the other. All right, we all gotta sleep with one eye open tonight, boys. Yeah, I was about to say, you know. Hey, hey, I'll stick around as long as possible. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna put anything definitive down. You know, just yeah. And I mean, just in case anyone becomes a big star, you know, like, we gotta, we gotta stick together. Well, regardless, if any of us do, I think all three of us will still, you know, still do this, because it's just fun hanging out with friends, talking about a show we love. Oyster <laughs> shucking love. Nice. Casual. Really, Robbie? Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, Corinne, that's her name. Oh yeah. I love like I remember every single one of Liv's love interests, but Majors, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh no, she's doing the whole relationship advice on. Huh. Oh man. Don't do it, Liv. You're going down the road where you can't go back. Speaking of, still want to know about Robbie's parents. There's always season three. I know. I. <laughs> That's such a good lie. So full of insight. Oh, that's what you're full of. <laughs> yeah. I don't even need to know a lot about Robbie's parents. It's just like... Just what they did for a living. That's all I want to know. Oh. Dude, they're on point with the references this episode. Seriously. Uh... You did. Oh. Yeah, you were uh, you were too busy getting a foot massage. <laughs> a really good foot massage. Uh, this is where it starts to go downhill for Major this season. Loses his job. Um, uh, <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what his new job's gonna be in season three. Yeah, exactly. That's another fun thing. What if he became like a, a zombie bartender? Yeah, that would be fun. Right? Because he always has, like, fun jobs. <laughs> and they're always more than the... I don't, I don't know if I call working with, like... No, his jobs are always, like... His jobs are always more than they seem, though. Like, they're, like, fun in that aspect. Like, he's always, he was a trainer last season. Yeah, the, yeah, the but personal he will... trainer. Well, just his scenes with... His scenes with Vaughn last season were... So what if... What if this year he is a bartender, but secretly like maybe the zombie speakeasy bar place is owned by like Fillmore Graves or like the families you know yeah true. and and basically he gets a job as a bartender but secretly gets roped into doing like and I mean I hope it wouldn't be repetitive but I don't know again Major always has that fun like more than it seems to his story not for sure Also, like, I love, like, I remember watching this back when the show first aired, and I was so happy that the show had, like, Major bring this up to live right away. And, like, obviously, while I'd rather have him found out earlier than he does about zombies, like, I'm glad that they didn't have him, like, hiding it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like her reaction is very. Like, Rose's acting here is very, very, like, authentic, because it's, she's watching her, like, two separate worlds now, like, crash, and she never wanted that to happen. Yeah. Aww. Aww. 
what makes well, them so darn. good. Because they're good friends first. Oh, Major. <laughs> He's... <laughs> Useless for giving praise. Major's getting put on some lists right now. Knock, knock, knock. Yep, that's the FBI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was going to say, seriously, he's, he's, he finds himself on the dark web within, like, the Exactly, next, like, Because <laughs> you know he's just going to, from useless, well, he's going to get into cannibalism and zombies and then eating brains, and he's going to search, like, underground brain markets and stuff. Yeah, right. You would you would need a specific browser to get to the dark web, so I think we're fine for now. That's a good policy, Lowell. That's a good policy. Seems like it works for him. Aha! Tinkerbell. Yep, fun reference to Once Upon a Time. Exactly. First show I ever saw Rose McIver on, because I don't know if I ever saw her on Power Rangers. You probably didn't, because it was all on ABC Kids. I had the weirdest airing schedule of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, fun fact about that. Oh, yeah, because I saw her first as Tinkerbell on Once, and then uh, she was in the first first two seasons of Masters of Sex, too, before she got the uh, iZombie gig. And that's how... Masters of Sex is where I first heard, because once upon a time she did the, she had the New Zealand accent, her natural accent, but then I, that's when I first found out she could do the American accent really well. What <laughs> and they're back in bed. <laughs> oh, the subtitles, just kissing. Good music, too. Yeah. I mean, and vision time. I mean, Lowell just responded to that, you know, to any that any person would respond that way. So, and <laughs> uh, and I love that they can do that with each other too. Like he, there's no like, oh, you were thinking of some other dude while we were in bed together. It's like, nope. Just like how in last week, uh... um, he was gay and she understood. I like how Peyton isn't isn't at all shocked or like, like excited reacting to the fact that she's dating like a well-known musician yeah. and she's just like hmm not your usual is it just type. Me or does Liv's skin not look as pale as it normally does in this scene um i never know i always assume it's like lighting and probably like colors of background and stuff it's like i also think they did they definitely did the makeup uh, uh, more heavily on Rose yeah. the early episodes of season one. Um, I agree. Because, like, as Rob Thomas has mentioned a bunch in interviews, like, when they they wanted, like, that look from the comic, and so I think they made, like, a big emphasis on it in the early episodes, and then we're kind of like, all right, we can dial it back a little bit. Hmm. 
Come on, Liv. Yeah. <laughs> Subtle Doctor Who reference. <sighs> Very subtle. Please, that, that conversation seriously just reminded me of a certain one of our friends. Yeah, pretty much. Sad to see him upset with her, but I love Ravi standing up for himself. <laughs> oh fine. He's just like the way he really? delivered that line. <laughs> Boom. And there we go. It's always the little details that get them. Yep, true. That is too true there, lady. Cheated on Chattanooga. the police. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, this actress is so familiar, too. She's definitely been in she's, I feel like other CW shows as well. She's been in a lot. Yeah. Clive's just like, I love Clive's face there. He's just like, oh, damn. As in, like, it's so juicy, and also, like, she just she just <laughs> yeah, played right. all the cards. Like, he's okay, getting, then. He's getting caught in it. It's like, oh, man, drama. <laughs> and she just, like, solves the case for him. 
and gets admissions. And it's like, okay. One, one like, swift um, move. All right. Yeah, cl- class is like, all right, cool. Um, I didn't have to come in today. All right. <laughs> and Sheeta in Chattanooga has been in Hot Rod. And if you guys are playing the uh, iZombie drinking game with us at home, you're all a bit drunk with uh, hearing cheated on Chattanooga that many times. (laughs) Drink responsibly, kids. She's been in a lot of, like, TV movies. She was in an episode of Beauty and the Beast and more TV movies. She was Stargirl in Smallville. Bam! That's where I know her. So there's two Smallville actresses in this episode. Yep. Speedy and Stargirl. Good pull, Sean. Oh, and the pieces are put together. We can't let this happen to us. That's what I'm trying to say. I remember that it was Jane Jane that killed Sasha. And not cheated in Chattanooga? Look at this, this psycho evil mastermind. Just, just well, it's look funny because suddenly, like, you notice in the background, like, the room is just, like, a lot darker looking in, like, the the way she set up the recording studio. Yeah, and she's wearing all black. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's so funny. It's just, like, nice little oh. details. Yes. Oh, she just gets wrecked. <laughs> These people are the most clever people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and the police are here. All all of this so that you could get about five minutes yeah, right. on the end. <laughs> Worth, dude. Everybody needs... She needed the five, the five, uh, five minutes of fame, five seconds of fame, man. <laughs> she just goes off, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> she killed. I The producers are like, yeah, arrest her in there on air, please. Yeah, yeah. Get us the hits. It's, it's great for ratings. Give her the Miranda rights right into the mic. Oh, and he pushed the right button, too. Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh, British guy. Oh, man. 
Savage. But you're wrong, Liv. You're wrong. Oh. Yeah. No. Just do it. <laughs> There you go. Helping helping out the friend. Yeah. I love it. Like, multitasking. Taking the zombie-infected rat and asking Peyton out at the same time. Ugh, and that's why you don't do that. Uh... He's not bleeding yet, is he? Oh, no. <laughs> And that's when I sincerely thought Robbie was going to become a zombie. That would have been so bad. Dude, I just wonder if, like, his beard would have gotten white, too. Yeah. Like, if he would have looked like Santa Claus. It, it would have been. And it would have oh, been... Man. It would have been hell for him. Oh, of course. He would have had to bleach the beard, and that's never fun. Oh, and, you know, just, just buying a hand grenade, just casually... Out of the back of someone's car. <laughs> you know, it's just another Tuesday night in Seattle, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, he's got at least four guitars. They're all probably tuned to a different, you know, standard tuning. So that way, you know, he doesn't have to retune every guitar. Uh, things are going too well for you, Liv. Dun, dun, dun. And of course. Hmm. Oh, ouch. Ah, oh, God, I love this cliffhanger, too, I remember. And elevator door yeah. opens, and ah! So and, good. End scene. That ends this episode. Yes, it does. All right, guys, give me one second. I'm switching up my headphones here. No worries, no worries. Uh, there is a... Oh, there was one other thing I forgot to mention. There is a uh, another Live Funko that's coming out sometime this month. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I was looking at Amazon this morning because I really wanted to just look because I can't afford anything right now because school takes up my entire paycheck, and I'm sad. But um, where is it? I had it in here somewhere. Hold on. Well, well, while you're looking, um, Blaze, you know, we just finished watching Dead Air. Mm-hmm. Thought overall, I mean, we all we obviously we were all talking during the episode, but your overall thoughts on it? I think it's a good episode. Um, I really enjoyed it right there because I'm trying to like process it right now and see if it's just like I thought it was good because it's nostalgic at that point because it includes so many big moments, you know, of like Robbie meeting Peyton, them getting their first date, um, yeah. live sort of. 
like she come I think this is this episode sort of is confirming to the viewer and to her that like her and Lowell are getting serious. You know, or yeah. at least she considers it to be mm-hmm. a serious relationship or somebody she's seriously interested in. Um but no, I think there's a lot of good moments in that and uh in this episode and uh you know, not like a whole lot from uh there's a good good tease with Blaine at the end and everything and like his little meet up with the police chief. But it's it's definitely like a lighter episode, I think, uh with solid story I, for the most part. Yeah, I think I think this episode does a nice job of pushing several stories for like forward without feeling too can, like too bogged down or too crowded. Um, I th- yeah, I think the episode like to me this is the type of episode where they do a great job of like I said earlier on in the commentary like they I they just did such a good job planning um, where they don't really waste any time this season. So even what are what are I guess more like filler episodes like this one might be in a sense. Yeah. They they sort of substitute that for, I would say, like, heavy, multiple, like, character development. And, Definitely. Uh, and I think that's just, they did a really good job with planning and, uh, and making sure not to waste time. And, uh, and I think it speaks to how the show's set up in that, like, you know, they made the decision that it's like, there's going to basically be, like, X amount of main characters. Um... And like, so the goal is to get, is to tell those stories and not get caught up in the world necessarily. Well, yeah, and I and I think it helps too. Like this episode, as we were mentioning during the commentary, it's a really like fun brain and sometimes a harsh brain uh, that lives on. Mm-hmm. And I think th- between that and all the serialized storytelling that's going on, like it's not that it's a bad case of the week. But it's kind of almost like treated like an afterthought. Like I remember exactly, who, and that's I remember. Yeah, I, I remember who like that it was Jane that killed Sasha. Yeah. But like it kind of happens right at the end, and it's kind of just like, oh yeah, they piece it together, and there's no like big chase or like hunting her down. They just like go to the station and pick her up. Yeah, no, exactly, and I think it's um, it's definitely exactly, it's definitely just like a. A simpler of this of uh, story, I guess, but but yeah, like the they do a lot sort of like with the brain at least, and use it in, with like great uh, ideas great behind o- it, and like a yeah, they definitely they use it to great effect for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Sean, what a first of all thoughts on the episode, and then uh, we can talk about the Funko for a second. Oh, sorry, too, but... can I make one last oh, yeah. point? Um, no, not it, like, at all. I, I had it earlier. <laughs> I had it earlier, and then I responded to you, and I lost it. But um, I think also like this shows how iZombie sort of avoids becoming just another um, buddy cop sort of like procedural type of show. Uh-huh. Is that like they did take the time to focus on character development, and no. just this type of an episode shows that. I agree, especially, I mean, when you have this, a compelling, such a compelling lead character in Liv, but even what we see with Ravi pursuing Peyton and 
everything there, like we get more about him too. And it's a really nice, nicely handled. I agree. Um, but yeah, Sean, your, your thoughts, like kind of overall thoughts, if you want to add anything. Well, at least with this episode, looking back on it a, a second time through, uh, definitely caught a lot more of like the radio lingo mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, I would say it was a fun episode. Like it propelled the sort of narrative enough, and I kind of felt like the sort of inner workings of this brain were fun. The case kind of seemed a little meh and kind of predictable. Yeah. Which some weeks you're gonna get that because they can't really avoid it. Um, and yeah, it did. It was, it was a fun episode. And, yeah. Excuse me, dog. Excuse me. Crush. <laughs> I also think the, kind of like how we were all laughing, I think the ref, the references in this episode were pretty excellent. Like, iZombie always... Most excellent. <laughs> exactly. iZombie throws in a lot of pop culture references, but, uh, you know, between... Um, you know, the Game of Thrones one, and even with Lowell calling Liv Tinkerbell is like a shout-out to Rose's days on Once Upon a Time. Um, just a lot of fun little, if you catch them, moments that would make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, and then Sean, did you want to add, which, what's the other yes. funko? Uh, we Actually, there are two that are releasing on uh, November 18th. Okay, so we have, a, we have an official date. That's great, because we haven't had that yeah, before. They're, um, they're up for pre-order on Amazon right now. So one of them is Liv in her lab coat yep. eating a brain. And then the other one is Liv in a lab coat with glasses on. Yeah. And she's holding a test tube. Or no, she's holding a, a bone saw. Oh, yeah, with the, with the goggles, the safety goggles on, yeah. Yeah. And right now, if you pre-order them, you're guaranteed for the price. Um, and, and yeah, I'm actually looking, all four of the pop vinyls are actually relatively, like, not bad in terms of price. Like, I can get the one from San Diego for, like, 25 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, that's definitely not bad. 26. And the New York Comic Con one will be, will run me about 37. But then the other two are 11 bucks each, so. Huh. Yeah, cool. those are the those are the ones that will you know they'll be on Amazon and they'll be in a bunch of different stores. So if you haven't gotten an iZombie Funko yet and you and you try to collect them, those will definitely be your best bet just for availability and price. Um, but I'll yeah, probably I, get all four because I'm insane <laughs> um, and start I'll, a little collection on my desk. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna. I have the uh, the San Diego one, but I definitely want to pick up one or two more. I don't. I might pick up the, uh, I don't know, definitely the lab coat one with the brains. That one's going to get purchased for sure. But, uh, but yeah, um, all right, guys. Well, that will do it for, uh, for this episode of iZombie Radio. We, we hope you enjoyed um, our commentary on, uh, on, on Dead Air, um, and hopefully there wasn't too much Dead Air on, uh, on the episode for you guys. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very intentional there. That was a very intentional joke. But uh, but yeah, uh, so that's gonna wrap it up for us. So uh, before we go, we're gonna tell the good folks at home where uh, they can find us. So Sean, why don't you start us off? 
Uh, you can find me basically everywhere under uh, Snarky Sean. Uh, I do this. I have another podcast, Geekishly Toku. We're actually recording an episode this week because I was too busy last week to record an episode. So we talk about all the other CW superhero shows as well as some Japanese tokusatsu shows and Power Rangers. So that's a fun little several-hour listen if you're ever interested. Um, Geekishly Toku podcast all across the internet. Just search it up. You'll find it on iTunes. Um, I am the pop culture editor over at the Marvel Report, and I've got something actually pretty special in store coming up uh, sometime next week. I uh, can't really say much now because I kind of want to keep it under wraps, but it's going to be a little my first little foray into something really fun. Uh, I also do animation reviews. I'm kind of slacking on that because I've been a little too busy with school. And, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Thank you very much. And Blaze, where can uh, where can the good people at home find you? You can find me on Twitter at Blaze Hopkins, and uh, I'll be publishing articles from the Marvel Report and TV Overmind. Yeah, you got a you got a Doctor Strange review coming this week. Ah, yes, sir. Tomorrow. Oh yeah, I am seeing Doctor Strange this upcoming Friday with the Marvel Report gang here in Los Angeles. So fun. No, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're we're checking it out Thursday night. Uh, seven, I think, is the showing. So, nice. Yeah, pretty excited. Um, but <laughs> if we talk about Doctor Strange, this podcast will go on for another hour. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm leaving it right there in my end. So. Oh, I know. I but I mean, I'm just I'm so pumped for this movie. But uh, but yeah, guys. Uh, and you guys can find me as always um, at Seekinger13 on Twitter. Uh, all my writing for TV Overmind. And, uh, you know, I sometimes do stuff for the Marvel Report as well, not as frequently as I would like to, but uh, you can find any articles. Uh, they'll be posted on that uh, on my Twitter page. And then um, for Katrina, you want to follow her at O Katrina O H, and it's Katrina with a C. Uh, she'll, that's her on Twitter. And she that's her follow. basically everywhere, actually. So. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then make sure, if you're not already, guys, follow us on iZombie Radio, on Twitter, um, on Facebook, and uh, and make sure you're also uh, you're subscribed to us on iTunes, and I'm going to keep saying it until we get some. Uh, please, please, please rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, it would really, really help us out a lot. And make sure, if you're not already, uh, check out some of the other awesome podcasts on the DC TV Podcast Network. Um, chances are, if you watch iZombie on the CW, you watch at least one one other superhero show on the CW, and we've got podcasts for all of them, plus uh, for Gotham as well over on Fox. So make sure you check those out, and uh, yeah, guys, yeah, ch- so- check out the mega feed, and it'll give you a little taste of each little show. Uh, it's just DCTV podcasts on iTunes, and then from there you can figure out which ones you want to follow. But yeah. you know, a word of advice: follow them all. Just do it. Uh, especially ours. Uh, but... <laughs> well, ours, ours primarily, but help support the rest of the network so we sort of stay around as well. <laughs> that, that, no, I know. I'm just, I was just messing around. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that will do it for us this week, guys. Um, again, thank you so much for listening, and uh, I hope everyone you know, has a great week. And, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. An overdose on candy. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy the candy. <laughs> Halloween. Woo!